BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by TJ for Big three. Shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, your BYU Cougars wrapping up non-conference play. Also look to end 2019 with a win over the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. I hope your Christmas was a good one. The holidays have been pretty busy and pretty good for the BYU Cougars as they enter tonight's matchup with a record of 10-4 and and riding a four-game winning streak. BYU once again has had a full week off from games, that is, once again. They did this last week as well. The Cougars haven't played since last Saturday night's 91-61 dominating win over Weber State. Now, while the Cougars' shooting was impressive once again, BYU did find its streak of six straight games with at least 11 threes made come to an end. All they did was hit three, and obviously, sarcasm is intended. Yoli Childs was brilliant, finishing with 28 points and eight rebounds. He went into halftime not having missed a shot. He was a perfect 10 for 10. It was a brilliant first half for Yoli. He ended the night 11 for 13. Alex Barcelo, great game, finished with a career-high 18. And Connor Harding continues to play well, scoring 11 off the bench. It was a game that BYU knew that they'd win, and they played like it. This team certainly on a nice roll as of right now. Now that brings us to tonight's game against Oral Roberts. Like BYU, the team from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is also on a four-game winning streak. The Golden Eagles are 7-5, and five, and also like the Cougars, are playing in their final non-conference game before they begin Summit League play next week. Oral Roberts comes in averaging about 80 points per game, but they don't shoot the ball particularly well. They have four players averaging double figures in points, led by Emmanuel Nezakwazi with 16. BYU beat this team, by the way, last season in Provo by 20 points. But again, as I like to say here on Cougar Pregame Live, that really doesn't mean anything because one year to the next, everything changes. Golden Eagles, they are a fantastic rebounding team ranking in the top 10 in the country, and their front line is massive. So dealing with their size will be something to deal with tonight for BYU. Now, there is a chance that BYU could get some size back in the lineup. Colby Lee could be back tonight. He missed the Weber State game last Saturday with a knee injury, and head coach Mark Pope mentioned yesterday when he addressed the media that Colby was able to go through some of practice, and his availability will be determined based on how he feels heading into tonight. Hopefully we'll get more on that situation from Coach Pope when he sits down with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tonight's pregame player interview is with Jake Toulson. I really enjoy talking with Jake. He's a great guy. It's been a surprising year for the former Cougar turned Wolverine turned Cougar again. Jake right now averaging 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists this season. I caught up with the Gilbert, Arizona native after practice yesterday. Here's our conversation. I got to ask you how your Christmas was. How did the holidays treat you and your family? It was great. I got to spend a couple days in Arizona, so I got out of the cold weather a little bit, so I enjoyed it. It was a good time. You just have the one child, is that right? Yes. Okay, so obviously as a parent, anybody that knows, once you have the child, it's no, Christmas is no longer about you guys. Yeah. How is Christmas different with children? It's just, I, I just enjoy it a lot more. It almost like takes me back to like when I was younger, you know, and, and the, just the joy of Christmas and the excitement. And he's not really old enough to really understand what's going on, but he loved, you know, playing with the ornaments on the tree and all the lights and, and all the paper everywhere. So it just, it, it just, it's really fun to just 
kind of start like family traditions together and, and kind of build what we want to do um, as a family going forward. You mentioned, you know, you had an opportunity to go down to Arizona. And I have to imagine through the course of a year, it's very difficult to be able to get times to recharge. Is this an opportunity for you, for you personally to be able to recharge before conference play begins? Absolutely. I think it, it's it was a perfect time, you know, done with finals, have a chance to go home and be with loved ones and, and just, yeah, kind of take a break um, from from all this and just being so locked in every day it's good to kind of just reset and and be ready to go for the this next portion of the season by the time you guys play oral roberts it'd be two games in two weeks and you guys have gotten into a nice rhythm of having two games a week Mm -hmm. with a little bit more time how do you guys handle that properly in terms of making sure that you guys are still getting your work done but also getting the rest that you need yeah i think i think there's a good balance um we're able to take care of our bodies. Um, we're able to um, get after it in practice, and, and I think you know, with having one game a week, it's you know, it's hard to really simulate that that competition and that what it's going to be like out there on game day. But we try to bring it every single day in practice, so that um, the game, when it comes to game time, it's easier than what we've been doing. Um, in preparation so these these long weeks are opportunities for us to get up a lot of shots focus on our skill work break things down uh, focus on our bodies rehab and then really lock in for for the game that week and and I feel like this long week has allowed us to really uh, focus on on those details and, and then we'll be ready to go tomorrow one of the things that certainly stands out about Oral Roberts is their size and one of the best teams in the country in terms of rebounding has that been one of the focuses that you guys have been been looking at in terms of this matchup absolutely that's that's our number one uh, thing on our board this week is to rebound I mean it's not different than any other week I think rebounding has been our key all year long so uh, these guys are really physical really big they crash hard so we're gonna have to send five guys and and really rebound together and then once we secure that rebound we're gonna we're gonna run and we're gonna get baskets in transition but that's our focus right now is if we can keep them off the boards or or limit them then um, we give ourselves a chance earlier in the year the rebounding question was coming up because teams are coming in and out rebounding you. That has not necessarily been a topic of conversation in recent games. You guys have seemed to have done a nice job of of correcting that. Where do you guys feel like you've made the biggest progress with that? Because that really hasn't been an issue as of late. Yeah, I think we've just um, been growing as a team, and then. Like I said earlier, it's it's been our focus every week. Whether we're playing, you know, a D three team, it's always rebounding. Um, when we have that mentality, I mean, the game starts and ends with a rebound. It's always going to come down to securing that ball, and and so I think just coach the coaches have done a good job of of really instilling that mentality into us of going to the boards and securing it before we can do anything else. And so I think with that mentality and us kind of gang rebounding as a team, uh, we've been able to have some success. You have an opportunity to wrap up non-conference play 11-4 and four with a victory. How would you summarize how non-conference has gone for you guys and how it's prepared you for, for the following week when conference play begins? Yeah, I think I think that's what non-conference is about. It's all about preparing you to, to be ready for, for the league and, and what it's going to what it's going to be like and I think it, it feels like it's been a season in itself it's there's been highs there's been lows there's been good bad but we've always responded we've always fought back and I think the biggest thing that it's taught us is that we're going to have to bring it every single night we can't bring you know we can't bring it 98 percent on one night or else we're going to get we're going to get it handed to us we got to bring it every night and be all in and you know we we're we're excited about Oral Roberts tomorrow and then on to league play so we're, we're just excited where we're at, and we're in a good spot, but we, 
we want to keep pushing for, for more. All right, last question. This will be the last game of 2019. Pretty eventful year for you. You, you began the year with one team. You're ending it with another. How would you characterize 2019 for Jake Toulson? Man, it's been uh, – it's just been uh, – I'd say it's been a pleasant surprise. I mean, it's, it's, it's unexpected. It's been – you know, if you asked me early in the year, like, where do you see yourself at the end of the year? I never would have thought I'd be in this position, but just being in this position, be able to look back and see, you know, kind of where I started and where I am now, and I, I wouldn't want to be in any other place. And I think that uh, 2020 is looking really good, and I'm looking forward to the new year, new opportunities, and I'm just really excited uh, about it all. Jake, appreciate the time. Always uh, good to talk to you, and good luck against Oral Roberts. Thank you. That was Jake Toulson yesterday after practice. Appreciate Jake taking a few minutes to get you ready for BYU and Oral Roberts. Before we take a break, uh, I have some special guests in the uh, studio here at BYU Radio with me tonight. Uh, my, my cousin from Missouri, Christy, and her family, John and Kylie, are hanging out with me in the, in the studio. In fact, uh, they have never been to Utah before, so this is their very first trip to Utah. They, they've been to Park City. They've seen Salt Lake. Now they're going to go to the basketball game tonight uh, in, in, just a, in just a few minutes. But I'm going to bring Kylie on the air with me. First and foremost, Kylie, say, say hello. Say, hi, Kylie. Hey, Cougar Nation. So now here's my question for you. You told me that you have some friends. You're, you're from near Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. And you told me that you have some friends that you go to school with who are die hard. BYU fans, they have the gear, they know the players. Would you like to give a shout-out to your BYU friends in Missouri right now? Hey, Fisher and Jonah. Anything else you want to say? Because I know you've texted them, and they're pretty jealous that you've been able to go to all of these uh, these cool things, and you're at BYU tonight. Have fun watching the game tonight. There we go. Kylie, she, uh, she's making her friends back in Missouri jealous, her BYU fans. Thanks for stopping by, guys. We're gonna let, we'll let you guys get over to the basketball game in a little bit. I'm going to take a break. And speaking of the basketball game, we're going to head to the Marriott Center next. A courtside conversation with Mark Durant coming up right after this. Cougar pregame live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Welcome back in Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard in our BYU radio studios getting you ready for the Cougars and the Golden Eagles. It's coming your way in about 45 minutes from the Marriott Center. That is where we will head next. Oh, and I do have to mention, I mentioned my cousin and her family in the uh, studio. I got chastised in the break from my, my eight-year-old son that he's also here. So my son Bo is also here hanging out with me tonight. Also hanging out with me, although not in this room, is my very good friend Mark Durand, who joins me now, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Hello, Jason. Hello, Christy. Hello, John. Hello, Kylie. Hello, Bo. Especially Bo. I would never forget you, Bo. You're my favorite. <laughs> uh, you're making his day. He's pumping his fists right now. First of all, welcome back. Uh, we missed you last week, but we know you had some very important things. You had a wedding in the family. First and foremost, congratulations on that. How was your Christmas? Just a wonderful Christmas. Uh, I'm a very blessed man, and like you said, my son got married, George, got married to Laurel, and uh, just had an amazing day. There's not a lot of things that would keep me away from the Merritt Center, but uh, that was that was one one excuse that I had that, that was a good excuse, and uh, I was just 
it was a neat time and a neat Christmas time for all of us. So Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm sorry I missed that game. It seems like it's been I mean, it's been two weeks since I've called again. That's a long time during the middle of the season. I felt like I felt like this is a new season already. Yeah, it's been you know, and, and there's another week between tonight's game and next week, and obviously we'll get into that uh, next week. But the, the game you missed was the win over Weber State. That that was a win that was expected, and BYU did exactly what they were expected to do. They won by thirty, and I think winning games like that, winning games that you're supposed to win in the manner that you're supposed to win them. I think that's a sign of a really confident team. Those wins are important, Mark. Yeah, I like I like the fact that they're crushing teams. I mean, don't mess around, and then when you get up, don't let up. And, and just grind people in the ground. And that's maybe not a very Christian thing to think about on, you know, holidays. But I just, <laughs> I, I want, you know, give that other team, bury them under a lump of coal. I mean, just, and so I like seeing that. And uh, BYU's done that more than I can remember in my memory. And, and these aren't against necessarily bad teams i mean weber state's not having a great year obviously but they they drilled byu up at the d event center last year and and uh, byu got some revenge there but you're talking about unlvs and nevadas of the world byu's really smoking teams which uh, i think uh, that's a sign of a to me that's a sign of a really good team and uh again i mean a win is a win but i think it establishes kind of a culture like yeah, it's not going to happen for you guys tonight. We are going to take care of business. We're not messing around. We're focused for every game. And so I like to see that. And uh, so it's always good to get a win over the Wildcats. Like I said, they got BYU last year. But in this building, uh, Weber State is not a team that should be able to play with you. And BYU made them realize that very early in that game. This is probably a question mark that I'll, I'll ask you, and maybe in a different manner next week once we're preparing for the first WCC game. But with tonight being BYU's final non-conference game, how would you assess how this team has done thus far with only one more non-conference game to go? I think all things considered, it's been a really successful uh, preseason. I mean, you're you're on brackets. You know, you're slotted into the tournament at this point, which BYU has not been the last few years. Yeah, they dropped some games, but they also have some really nice resume games. Uh, and and they did most of that without Yoli Childs. And now when he's back, they seem to be taking it to a whole another level. Of course, you have the Utah game that had some. Uh, it never happened, Mark. Yeah. It didn't even happen. I mean, I that completely has some exigent it. circumstances that you can at least blame. You know, uh, without a cramp happening, maybe you get that one. And, and uh, even before Yoli was out, you had some games that were certainly within your reach. You didn't get to take care of business, but. What I'm trying to say is, overall, that the trajectory is up, and that's a good sign going into conference play. And you've got Yoli back, and, and you're, you're you're destroying teams, and you're looking good while you're doing it. And uh, I mean, all those things point to a successful conference season, which are going to have to they're going to have to be ready to go. I mean, you're going to have that first real first week uh, on the road against St. Mary's, which will be the biggest game of the year to that point. And uh, obviously, Gonzaga lurks out there. The, 500 pound gorilla in the room or however much he weighs probably 5,000 pounds I but uh, I, I like actually like BYU's chances here they're a little bit different team I think they're much better suited to play St. Mary's they play more like St. Mary's right and are shooting the ball so well from three I think they've got a much better chance to win uh, there than they've had in years past and then we'll see with Gonzaga they're, they're obviously really good and they're the number one team in the country and all that. But just deep down, I don't feel like they're as good as they were last year, the last couple of years. Maybe I'm completely wrong. 
and the numbers would maybe suggest that I'm wrong, but I just feel like they're more gettable this year than they have been. We'll see. But, uh, I mean, and then, of course, the, the, the real question will be, can BOU take care of business on the road at you know, your San Francisco's and and same, and, and uh, Pepperdine's where they've struggled? And, right. I mean, th- those, those games always are lurking, even uh, Pacific on the road. You know, you wonder, will this team be different in, uh, in winning at those places and not having the trip-ups that they've had in, in the past few years. So that brings us to tonight's final non-conference game. You have the Golden Eagles of Oral Roberts out of Tulsa, Oklahoma in the Summit League. Uh, they're 7-5. and five. They have size. Their front court is big. They are one of the best rebounding teams in the country. Just your overall thoughts on this Oral Roberts team coming in tonight. Yeah, I always have liked Oral Roberts. I remember BYU going on the road. I think Danny Ainge hit the big shot late in, in a game at Oral Roberts to win. And So from my very earliest basketball memories, I remember Oral Roberts. And the thing that I like about them is, you know, it's a team that they shoot a decent number of threes, but they don't shoot a great number, around 30 31%. Uh, but so that, that shows me that they have to rely on going and getting missed threes and they've done so well at that top 10 offensive rebounding team in the country they know what they do they 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 know that the three is probably not going to go in and they all have a mindset of that's just part of our offense that's just almost like the setup for our offense our real offense is going and get an offensive rebound and putting that in and shoot a high percentage from two so that's their strategy BYU's played teams like that before and San Diego State's a team like that and uh, Utah's a team like that that are just going to go right at you and try and beat you on the boards, and BYU's struggled with teams like that. So this will be a challenge. Uh, but, you know, I just can't imagine with the way BYU's been playing here at the Merritt Center, I mean, it's a game BYU should roll and roll easily, but yeah, but you worry about a team like uh, Gonzaga, or excuse me, uh, Oral Roberts. Yeah, you worry about Gonzaga too. But Oral Ro- <laughs> we Oral always Roberts, worry about Gonzaga. Just because they kind of play that hard-nosed I think BYU's over that. I think they're a better rebounding team now than they were earlier. I think they're better defense. So I'm hoping that that kind of advantage for Oral Roberts won't be as big at this point in the season. Well, and you bring up a good point, and that's something I wanted to ask you. In, in my pregame interview with Jake Toulson, I asked him this question. Earlier in the year, we spent so much time talking about BYU being out-rebounded and how was BYU going to close that gap. That has not been a topic of discussion recently. BYU has done a much better job on not having that be something that's talked about, is that because, what what do you attribute that to? Is that something that they have done where they've gotten better at it? Is it the teams they face that aren't maybe good rebounding? What do you you think is the reason for that? Because I I think they've turned into a much better rebounding team over the last, say, five or six games. Well, I think two things. One, Yoli Childs. I mean, he's a great great rebounder, and what he can do is rebound out of his area, which BYU didn't have those guys, you know, Colby Lee's not going to get a rebound on the other side of the key. But Yoli can do that. He's so long. The other thing is you just get better at it. And and you learn what the effort it takes to be successful as a team rebounding. And I, I, I think earlier in the season, like, yeah, we're working hard. We're good. But you, 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 you unless you do it and say, oh, that's what it takes, then, uh, then you really don't know. And I think BYU's figured out the kind of effort and the kind of teamwork it takes to, to do well on the boards when you're undersized for the most part. All right, Mark, last question. As always, Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, I'll go back to that. I mean, with as well as BYU's been shooting the three, you know, over 
the only way ORU can keep up with BYU is to just dominate on the offensive glass. I'm going to say if BYU is within three or four offensive rebounds, there's just no chance for Oral Roberts. Thank you, Mark. Great stuff. We'll hear you with Greg on the broadcast coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. Hey, thanks, Jason. See you. All right, there we go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. We'll take a break, come back, get you some scores from college basketball, lots of local action earlier today. We'll give you all those scores, plus just a crazy college football score to update you on. You probably already know, but for those that don't, prepare to be shocked. I cannot believe this score happened in the college football playoff. It's all coming up next. The Cougar Pregame Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. BYU or Roberts coming your way in about 40 minutes from now. Jason Shepard in your BYU radio studios. Let's update you on other action from earlier today. Lots of other local teams played earlier this afternoon. We will start with Utah State. And I mentioned impressive scores from college football. How about this score? Now, granted, it's Eastern Oregon. You expect Utah State to play well. But they scored 129 129-61 to 61 win for the Utah State Aggies. Uh, Weber State losing to Eastern Washington by two, 79-77 in favor of Eastern Washington. And Utah Valley gets the win over Antelope Valley. A lot of valleys tonight. 80-65 was the final score. Also, congratulations to the BYU women's basketball team. Head coach Jeff Judkins leading his Cougars to their first WCC win of the season. Their season opener, or their conference opener was today against LMU on the road. BYU you gets the win 59 to 44 Cougars were led in scoring by Paisley Johnson with 16 12 points for Sarah Hampson 12 points and 12 rebounds a double double for Sarah Hampson uh, mentioned college football scores the college football playoff underway there's one game going on right now it is the uh, Fiesta Bowl between number three Clemson or uh, third seed Clemson and number three excuse me number two Ohio State uh, 13 minutes to go in the first quarter scoreless between the Buckeyes and Clemson here's the score I was referencing and like I said you may have seen this and I've been looking at this for a little while and it's still amazing to me Number one LSU defeats number four Oklahoma 63 to 28. 63 to 28. Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback, 29 of 39 for 493 yards and seven touchdowns. And that was after he already won the Heisman. That had nothing to do with winning the Heisman. An unbelievable score and an unbelievable win for LSU. Also, Penn State defeating Memphis 59-39. to And in the uh, Camping World Bowl, uh, number 15 Notre Dame gets a win over Iowa State 33-9. to Coming up next, we're going to send you over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening and happy holidays, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, it is the BYU Cougars closing out their 2019-20 non-conference campaign by welcoming in the Golden Eagles of Oral Roberts for the second time in as many seasons. I am Greg Rubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call for you, joined once again by my 23-season broadcast partner, the revered former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant. And, Mark, as we close out the calendar year, the Cougars find themselves in the mix for a return to the NCAA tournament, 10-4 and on the year right now, on a nice little roll, four games in a row, four wins in a row. They're highly ranked by the computers, even getting a top 25 vote the last couple of weeks. Uh, no Ted Danson, no Christian Bell, but BYU's <laughs> in the good place. Nice. Now, yeah, sometimes I thought we were in the bad place. The, the Utah game, I thought we were in the bad place. But uh, overall, I think we're in Maui, we're definitely in the good place. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I like this team. I, they're super fun to watch. Uh, they shoot a lot of threes. They make a lot. It's always funner to watch a made three than a mystery. <laughs> We saw a lot of mysteries the last couple of years. This team's confident. They do it right. They do it the right way. They move the ball. They get in the paint. They kick it out. They move the ball around the perimeter. You get an open three, and you make a three. I mean, it's they're not that complicated, but it's really hard to do. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, even though a couple of games seems like it, you felt like Blake Bortles, you just learned Blake Bortles got traded. But most of the time, <laughs> really, really good place. And I look forward to this conference season. There's going to be some real challenges. You know, you talk about going to St. Mary's on the road yep. first week. And uh, that's going to be interesting. But uh, I like this team. I like where they're at. And they're in, in as good a spot to be successful in conference as I can remember. All right, that is Mark Durant. When we come back, Mark Pope, BYU's head coach, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Provo and the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We welcome you back inside the Marriott Center in Provo, where tonight we see two teams on four-game win streaks going head-to-head. 10-4, and four, BYU hosting 7-5, and five, Oral Roberts. BYU's never lost to ORU, going 6-0 and all-time, including a 4-0 mark here at the Marriott Center. Time now for our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And Coach Pope says tonight's a night on which his team's reputation and well-earned reputation as one of the country's top defensive rebounding groups, well, it'll definitely be put to the test. We've been good because these guys have played way above their heads, right? They've really, really been committed to it. And it's not because it's easy for us. It's because we got guys that are really strapping on the glass. And they've been committed to go help each other as a team try and rebound. And that's going to be tested in a huge way tonight, just with this the width and sheer girth of uh, Oral Roberts' front line. They're one of these teams, Oral Roberts, that is, that uh, does crash it pretty well and also likes to run it when they have opportunity. Yeah, they have... uh, uh, actually, their bigs are a problem in transition. Actually, they're they're not great rim runners, but as trail guys, they're difficult. They run a, a high ball screen drag, which is really centered on the floor. It's different than most people. Most people run on the side, and they flatten out the court and kind of space out uh, the boards vertically. And um, so it, it comes with all kinds of its own issues. The point guard Burns is a big time uh, physical driving line guy loves to split that loves to get you on his hip and kind of keep you in jail and make a play is a really in fact he's best scoring in mid-range and their bigs um, pop to drive Uh, zero uh, will pop to shoot it but he's also a terrific driver getting fouls and 23 will pop that high ball screen and put the ball on the floor and once once these guys with their size get ahead of steam they're a real problem 
Zero is O'Banner, 23 is Nezekwezi, and number one is Lufile, and you invoked the Kofusi brothers and try to describe these guys. Yeah, well, first of all, <laughs> you get paid the big bucks to say their names. I just stayed with the simple yeah, numbers. Uh, but these guys are talented players, and they're really, really physical. Um, this this number one, Lufile, he... Um, you know, he, he, he legitimately is the exact size of a big time NFL lineman. And he's got that type of feet too. He's got unbelievable feet and great hands. He's not really vertical, but laterally he's really, really agile and skilled. And, uh, it's, it, uh, we haven't exactly seen this front line before, so it's going to be a great challenge. What has having a game a week kind of spaced out allowed you to do? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's allowed our guys to br- breathe a little bit. Um, just emotionally, uh, there's there's something different between coming every day to practice and, and having two and three games a week where you're you have to get so emotionally peaked. Um, you know, we, of course, we had finals week a week ago, and so that dominated our guys' energy a lot. Um, uh, but but it's been a nice opportunity for our guys to kind of refocus, catch their breath, uh, you know, hone in on some of the things that we're really working on, and hopefully it hasn't taken away any of our edge. We'll see that tonight. We didn't see Colby Lee last week and thought there was a chance we might not see him until next Saturday, but word is you're going to get him uh, uh, at least uh, available tonight. Yeah, he practiced yesterday and was really good. Practiced about half the practice and felt really good and uh, didn't have really any soreness uh, last night or this morning, so he's available. Uh, we need him. We'll use him a little bit tonight just, just because of the size we have to manage. Will you bring him off the bench? Yeah, we'll bring him off the bench tonight. Okay, so this is your last non-conference game. Uh, of course, you got 40 minutes to go here, but uh, having gone through this portion of the schedule, knowing where you're at and where you hope where you hope to be, um, how do you kind of assess the overall state of things? We're, we're going to assess a lot of it by how we perform tonight. <laughs> so we got to wait 40 minutes. That's exactly right, my friend. Coach, thanks for the preview. Best of luck. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Fred. All right, that is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years' experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant. Alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening and happy holidays once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center in Provo for BYU's non-conference finale. It is BYU and Oral Roberts with the Cougars playing their final tune-up before WCC play gets underway next Saturday with LMU in town. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Mark outfitted in a splendid BYU Christmas sweater slash sweatshirt gifted by Russ Larson gift that keeps on giving all year long, Greg. So, Russ is our statistician tonight. He is BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer. I also received a BYU Christmas sweatshirt It's not on you. No, it was on me a little while ago, though. (laughs) Uh, It it may end up on social media. Stay tuned. Uh, Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Cole Wissinger. Our coordinating producer is uh, Terry South. Our BYU radio engineer, Sean Faye. And our BYU radio intern is Connor Aist. 
over at the BYU Radio Studios. We are coming to you live on the new skin BYU Sports Network, our satellite flagship BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, our over-the-air flagship KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also heard on network affiliates and on the BYU Cougars app plus BYUcougars.com slash live radio. The BYU Radio app has us as well. You can get play-by-play archives and highlights on the always useful BYU Basketball Podcast. So get that. Well, BYU comes into tonight uh, playing for its 11th win. Last year, win number 11 came on January 12th. And here we are still in late December, so ahead of pace. Things are pacing well with a West Coast Conference play one week away. And Mark, uh, BYU isn't just winning games. The Cougs are putting it on people of late. Three of their last four Division I wins have been by 30 points or more. This team has that kind of firepower, and lately... That kind of defense, too. It's one of the things I like about this team, Greg, is they're getting better. They're identifying weaknesses, and and they're getting better at them. A lot of times, the team will say, well, that team's just not a good defensive team. It's not a good rebounding team. You could have said that about BYU in November, getting double-digit rebounding margins on the negative side, getting uh, you know, Utah scores 100-something points against them. And you're like, well, maybe this is just not a good defensive team, but... They've identified it. They've made corrections. You see the maturity of the team, the leadership. Now they're playing great defense. And they're, like I said, beating teams by 30 points and out-rebound Weber State by 10. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that, that, that shows me a lot. That's what gets me excited about this team is that they can find out what they're doing wrong and they're mature enough and good enough to make the changes and, and, and get good at it. And so I think that, you know, we'll see where this team can go. But it's fun to watch them progress and get better. They've been shown their weaknesses, and their weaknesses are becoming That's strong. very familiar. Yes. Coming up after the break, we'll hear what Oral Roberts head coach Paul Mills has to say as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from Provo and the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brett Rubel. We are coming your way live from the Marriott Center with the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show ahead of BYU and Oral Roberts. Both the Cougars and Golden Eagles playing for a fifth straight win. By the way, uh, this Oral Roberts team picked to finish third in the Summit League preseason. Now has the best net ranking of all the teams in the Summit League. So you could call them maybe uh, uh, pre-conference favorites as they get ready for league play next week. So to BYU getting ready for its league opener one week from today against LMU. Well, last year's ORU team came into Provo and uh, BYU came away with a 20-point win. Paul Mills now brings his team back to the Marriott Center for a second straight year. And we talked a short time ago. I asked him for his recollections from last year's game. Yeah, it didn't go well for us. Uh, we were in the game with about uh, about eight minutes to go and then we had five consecutive turnovers and all of a sudden uh, I think we were up one at the time turns into a 12 point deficit ended up losing by 20 uh, Dave had uh, that group last year a lot of those guys are back this year obviously with six seniors on the roster so those guys are are really talented they're much better at shooting the ball than they were a year ago and I think that comes with experience uh, they made me to I know they moved the three-point line back probably need to move it back further for these WCC teams uh, but uh, wasn't great for us but it was a good learning experience as we went into our conference what might even though it's been a long time what might carry over in terms of what you expect from a BYU team even with a different staff 
Well, I, I do think that a lot of the same pieces that they stretch the floor. I know Jake Toulson obviously adds a different uh, component than what it was a year ago, but and then even uh, Alex Barcelo. But their ability on the interior uh, with Yoli and having guys on the interior, and then at the same time having TJ running the show, I think any time that there's a carryover in a point guard, there's familiarity, especially when you have a guy as talented as Yoli and then you have TJ running the show. You know, there's a lot of... of of components there that make up good basketball team from a point guard to an interior guy so to have those two I think those two big things carry over and and it's it's paid great dividends in these first 14 games for BYU similarly uh, there are enough faces back from your team from last year that uh, that I recognize and remember yet there's enough novelty that makes you look a little different as well yeah uh, we've added some grad transfers and uh, the Oklahoma grad transfer Ty Lazenby has done a good job here recently uh, the most impactful is our Arkansas Little Rock grad transfer DeAndre Burns who's done a good job has good experience can shoot the ball uh, has done a phenomenal job for us running our basketball team and then we have some guys on our front line who are considered first team all league guys uh, who we need to for them to play well tonight I'm sure coach Pope is most concerned about uh, handling your sides down low and especially keeping you off the offensive glass would you be most concerned about how well BYU is as you noted, noted shooting it from deep absolutely and you know the other thing that they do really well is they get out in transition and so I don't know if you can you play that way too. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you can commit to the offensive boards and if you're committing three and at the same time get back, it's, it's difficult. So, yeah, we're going to have to sacrifice something tonight. Either we need to, they need to sacrifice offensive boards and let us have them, or we need to kind of limit our ability of going and get back. But we'll see how, as the game progresses, what kind of adjustments we need to make. You are playing with some tempo this year. Yeah, we are. We have the ability to get up and down. We're a top 40 team in the country in regards to getting up and down tempo. Uh, and so that's good. Uh, I'd prefer to play fast, especially if you have a deficit. Uh, you don't like that deficit to hang around. You want to give yourselves opportunities. But uh, we are doing a good job. We're also doing a good job of taking care of the ball. So if you can play fast, if you can take care of the ball. If you don't take care of the ball, it's harder. Fair enough. Lastly, uh, both teams kind of in the same boat right here, getting ready for league play just around the corner. How do you feel about Summit League this year? Good. I mean, I think the Summit League continues to be the number one three-point shooting league in the country, and so a game like tonight will prepare us well. Uh, even though BYU is ninth in the country, the teams that lead our league are 11th and 15th, and so there's a lot of similarities there. We have to be able to guard the yard, but games like this will prepare us well, and I know I feel like hopefully we'll add value to them as they prepare for the WCC. Coach Mills, thank you for the time. Welcome back to the Marriott Center. Thank you. That is Oral Roberts, the head coach, Paul Mills. Time now for You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Last Saturday against Weber State right here at the Marriott Center, BYU set a program record for field goal percentage in a first half at 80%. What is BYU's field goal percentage record for an entire game? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio. Together. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, uh, we are back for BYU and Oral Roberts. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. 
So last Saturday against Weber State, BYU set the program record for field goal percentage in a first half at 80%. BYU was a blistering 20 for 25 from the field. The Cougars ended up shooting only in the mid-60s for the game. So uh, here's the question. What is BYU's field goal percentage record for an entire game? Yes, it was 80% for a half. But what's what, what's the best BYU's been percentage-wise for a, for a full game? I am going to say it never got above 7. And we go 69%. Well, it was 73.6% against St. Mary's. Now, you tell me this. Would, would, would this have been one of your brother's teams? December 10th, 1983. Definitely, if he wasn't on his mission, he might have been on his mission. Okay. Either way, it was early 1980s against St. Mary's, well before the WCC days. 73.6%, 74%, if you will, at 39 of 53. BYU's been over 71 other time. It was a game we called against Elon back in the day. In 2000, BYU shot 71%. Well, they just night. had the one guy, Elon Musk. Yep. So that was easy, even though he has a lot of technology. He was taking the test I, up and down the floor all I, night long. I would like yeah. to see that happen again a couple weeks at St. Mary's. That's oh, what I'd like to see. That would be great. That happens in game number two of the WCC campaign, so it's a two games away for the Cougars. All right, there it is. BYU and St. Mary's, 74% back in uh, 1983. All right, tip-off of BYU and Oral Roberts coming up next. You've been listening to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.